Welcome to the Life Makeovers podcast. My name is Cindy D. Whitmer, and I am the Midlife Makeover Coach, helping you turn your midlife into your best life one step at a time. Through powerful conversations, my own midlife roller coaster story, and over three decades of helping people transform their lives through counseling and coaching, I am on a mission to help you create your own definition of success and happiness. Thank you for being here. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Thanks for being here this morning. So I'm excited to talk to you today about one of my favorite subjects, which is boundaries, 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 because we're talking about loving ourselves unapologetically, which is one of the main themes of my book, The Midlife Makeover Method. And Uh, So we talked about recognizing our worth on Monday as part of that whole process. So please go back and listen to that short episode um, about that if you're struggling to really find worth within yourself and value yourself truly. And another way to love ourselves unapologetically is to establish healthy boundaries So boundaries are limits we put on certain things or parameters that we put around different things to really take good care of ourselves. So let's talk about that, some different kinds of healthy boundaries. Well, one is boundaries around our time. So how you spend your time or how much time you spend on certain commitments or activities. Um, or how much time you're going to give to certain relationships or projects, things like that. Um, It's really, you know, it's not only just how much time, but what kinds of things you're going to give your time to, what kinds of people you're going to give your time to, what kind of work you're going to give your time to. So when you really love yourself, you're going to only say yes to things that you dedicate time to, that you really feel good about, that really align with who you are, or that you really want to be a part of, or that really can be incorporated in your life and and still have your balance. One of the top reasons people hire coaches is to create better balance in their lives. A lot of people call it work-life balance, but really, no matter what your life is, We want good balance in it. And one of the ways is to set boundaries around your time. So you're only going to give so much time to this friendship. You're only going to give so much time to that project. You're only going to get volunteer so much of your time. Those are just examples. Okay. And then there's uh, financial boundaries. You know, money, money boundaries are really important to feel, you know, really good about your life and are a real reflection of how much you love yourself. For example, <clears throat> if you don't have a budget, <laughs> you know, and you find yourself wavering financially, you might want to give yourself a budget, which would involve boundaries, right? How much do I save every month? How much do I give every month? How much do I spend in different categories of my budget every month, right? So uh, you want to make sure you're honoring those parameters that you're putting around your spending. So even if a nice shiny object comes up over here and you think, ooh, I got to have that, I got to have that, then I want you to look at the boundaries that you've put in your financial life and go, does it really fit in there? Or is there a way for me to create a different boundary that I can incorporate getting buying this thing I want 
without jeopardizing some of my, you know, financial safety things I have in place? Or do I need to wait and save up for that shiny object, right? I was just um, presented a business opportunity recently where I would need to invest a chunk of money in my business to create a return on that investment. And I thought it sounded like a really super great deal. And I could have borrowed the money to do it. Um, I could have found ways to work around it. But right now I have some boundaries around my money very specifically because I have a couple of big events coming up and I'm just doing some things differently in my business. So the financial flow is a little different and I'm honoring those boundaries. So I said, not now to that opportunity. And I'm going to look at it again in three months and see if I feel like it fits within my financial plans and boundaries at that time, because I think it's going to be a really great opportunity and I'd like to do it, but I'm just not going to do it right this minute. So that's an example. Another example of a financial boundary is for me is I set aside so much money for charitably, charitable giving each month and I do not go over it um, unless there's a new, like if there's a disaster or some other new charity that comes into my awareness that I feel really strongly about, I might dive into it right away and then, you know, create a new balance the next month. So at the end of the year, it is, it is my target giving amount, totally. Uh, and this is loving for us to do to create these boundaries because then we're living within our means, we're spending where it feels really good to spend and we're saving when it feels really good to save and we're planning when it feels really good to plan long-term. And those are all loving decisions to make. You know, so, okay. And then there's physical boundaries, right? Um, physical boundaries. This can be anything from what you're willing to consume in your body, but in your body or on your body. It also can have to do with how hard you'll push your body physically um, or how gentle you'll be with your body physically you know, with different aspects going on for each of us. Some of you have chronic pain issues, so you're going to create boundaries that protect yourself further from further injury or pain. Some of you push your bodies harder because you're wanting to lose weight or you're wanting to get more in shape or build more muscles, so you're pushing your body harder. Um, you know, some of you need boundaries due to food allergies or addictions to alcohol or nicotine or you know, sugar or all kinds of things. Um, so just considering what you want in your physical body life, these are important boundaries to consider and also all very loving. I hope you can see how boundaries are a very loving thing to do. Um, boundaries uh, behaviorally. Okay, behavioral boundaries. These are things that maybe, um, you know, behaviors you will not support, you will not participate in, like maybe you will not drink and drive because you do not believe in that, or texting and driving because you do not believe in that. These are just examples. Uh, how you are treated in a relationship. Maybe you will not tolerate, I hope you will not tolerate 
physical, emotional, or sexual abuse in your relationships, right? Put some behavior boundaries around that. Uh, if you are raising children or you're a teacher in a classroom or you're when you're caring for grandchildren or whatever, I hope you'll put some you put some behavioral boundaries, you know, set some standards there behaviorally with them and help them to, um, you know, learn what is healthy and good around their own behavior and that kind of thing. So. You, maybe your own behaviors, it may be behaviors of others, uh, expectations that you set um, with, around behavior in your own car. You're, well, like for me, for example, when I'm driving my car, everyone must wear a seatbelt and I don't leave until they put the seatbelt on. That's a behavior boundary I have in my car. And actually just recently when I, I picked up my friend Pam and we were going to dinner together and she didn't put her seatbelt on right away. She lives in this little quiet neighborhood and and I didn't even think about it. And I kept going and I'm like, oh my gosh, you don't have your seatbelt on. And my car beeped, you know, because both seatbelts were not. And I'm like, oh, normally I wouldn't even driven out of your driveway until your seatbelt was on, but I didn't pay attention. So anyway, um, that's a that's a behavioral boundary that I like to honor in my life and with, with passengers in my car. So, um, and then there's social boundaries social boundaries. This is who you're going to spend time with socially, who you trust to spend time in that way, who you would invite into your world socially, maybe into your home socially or to meet you elsewhere, what you will participate with your friends or in your social life and what you won't. Uh, all kinds of social kinds of boundaries, right? There's people that I, I probably wouldn't spend time socially with because it's just not the nature of our relationship. Um, I've certainly been in a lot of social situations where people are, you know, doing, um, you know, they're drinking heavily or they're, you know, doing a little bit of marijuana or something. And, and I just don't do those things. So I don't. Um, and another thing that I have found over the years is that some people, when they're in social settings, situations, they like to gossip or gossip can come up pretty quickly and easily in, in groups sometimes. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not really into that. So I won't participate in that. I'll, I'll stand there. I mean, I will, I'll be present to it sometimes, but, but not, I don't really dive into that. Um, on any kind of regular basis. So those are some social boundaries. Where would you spend your social time? Where wouldn't you spend? Who? With? Doing what? Not doing what? Those kind of things. Okay. And then there's emotional boundaries. Emotional boundaries. I hope with each of these examples, you're thinking of some you already have in your life or ones you could incorporate in your lives. Okay. That would really make your life even better. So emotional boundaries. Now this is, um, you know, like who you trust emotionally, who you would confide in, you know, versus who you would not or how much you will share in different relationships, um, you know, and what you're willing to do with your feelings when you have them. Like, what do you do with your emotional life to cope and, and so forth? And what boundaries will you put around that? I went back in way, way back in the 90s I, where I was working at a hospice 
And there were several things going on with the grief department, the staff in the grief department. There was a lot of conflict and it was just really getting under my skin. I was feeling really bad and <clears throat> stressed out about some different things and very frustrated with some coworkers on a chronic, like consistently. And I had family coming into town and it was my Friday to, we took turns um, doing Friday shifts and it was my turn to do a Friday shift, but I had company coming from out of state. And so I asked my coworkers if anybody would trade with me and nobody would. And they said that, you know, it wasn't fair that I was asking. And it was, it was just such a strange response. And I could have started crying. I felt so overwhelmed. I was so tired of the drama in the department and the stress. And then I thought, this is a simple request. And I've traded with you guys before. It's like, come on, I've got people coming from out of town. And what they said to me was, oh, they'll be fine in your house alone for half a day. And it's true, of course they would have, but that's not how I want to treat my guests who are coming from out of state. So I cried at work and then I got ridiculed for crying at work because according to my coworkers, you're not supposed to ever cry at work. So they had an emotional boundary. They would never cry at work. And I cried at work, so they were mad that I was crying at work, which you know probably could have made me cry more, but I didn't, I don't think. I went, home. I went home and cried instead. <clears throat> anyway, so you have emotional boundaries of your own, or if you don't, you probably need to get some because life without boundaries is a chaotic, stressful life. It's an unclear life. Uh, boundaries uh, provide us with clarity and certainty, makes our lives easier and simpler and healthier. So... And then uh, I think sexual boundaries are pretty easy to explain. You know, your sexual life, you only want to touch who you want to touch and who you're going to allow to touch you in a sexual way. Um, and how you express your sexuality in your life uh, or not, whether you're very out with that or if you're more private about that if you're very sexually expressive and comfortable or whether you're a little more reserved those are all your decisions and then you know it's important to have boundaries at home have boundaries at home you know home is supposed to be our sanctuary right it's our soft place to fall at the end of every day hopefully if not all day so, you know, you may allow animals in your house and you may not, that's a boundary. You may allow certain kind of language to be spoken in your house or not. Uh, you probably have some standards for the behavior there and who can be there, that's your decision, who can be in your home or not. If someone comes to the doorbell and rings it, you don't have to answer it, that is your decision. Um, you know, what food is in your house or other substances are in your house or not, those are all boundaries at home that are important to have. And maybe you have boundaries at home, like whoever lives here has to share in the responsibilities of the home or the finances of the home, those kinds of things. And then at work, you know, some people mix personal and professional, I mean, professional relationships with a personal relationship. Others have a strict boundary around that and will not hang out with their coworkers or their boss or whatever. 
Um, your workplaces may require you to have your cell phones off during work hours, um, or you may have that rule for yourself so you don't get distracted. How much time you spend with work, you know, at work or doing your work is another boundary you could put in place. So if you're unsatisfied with your life or it feels out of balance um, or you, it feels chaotic to you, look at every area that we, we talked about here today and ask yourself, like, how am I doing in each of these areas? How would I rate myself? Zero, I'm doing terrible. Ten, I've got really clear boundaries and I stick to them. And what do you know needs to change in the area of your boundaries? What do you know needs to change right now? Maybe you're in a relationship with somebody, you keep dating them, even though you know it's not a good situation for you and you need to put a stronger boundary up there. Or maybe a friend um, keeps texting you and texting you at all hours of the night and you really wanna put a boundary and say, you know, I'm only available for conversation in these hours of the day. Um, <clears throat> so ask yourself when you need a boundary, what's the next step you can take to find a healthier boundary in any area and get it there. And then, then ask yourself, how will I benefit if I add this boundary to my life? Because you really want to understand why you're doing it. We're not just putting up boundaries to put up boundaries. We're doing it to really love ourselves, to show clarity in our lives about what's important to us and what's not, and how we feel we can get into the flow of our lives in the best way, and really create the kind of life day in and day out that we really, really want. So I really encourage you to love yourself enough to really review the boundaries you have or do not have in your life and see where you can incorporate some, some new ones uh, so your life feels like it's running smoother and better for you. And trust me, everyone will benefit from this because it provides real structure and again, clarity to your, the flow of your life, to your schedule, to your values, and in those relationships as well. So everybody wins. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Makeovers podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast with those that you think would also benefit from what we're doing here. And I will talk to you again soon.